At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, per usual, with a great show lined up for you. Throughout the next 16 minutes, we'll have plenty of coverage in terms of the Field of Dreams game tonight. That's right. It may not be as exciting as last year. Not as uh, top-tier teams, I guess you could say, with the Cubs and the Reds going at it tonight. But, hey, it's still magical. It's still special and incredibly unique. So we're looking forward to it, and I'll give you my two cents on that in just a second. And in this first segment, we'll also kind of keep an eye on that AL Central division. The odds have skewed pretty intensely after the couple of afternoon games we had with the Guardians and the White Sox. So I just want to update everyone on that uh, with the odds and how they've altered at that Rivers. Further along in the show, 15 from now, our usual Thursday spot with Josh Applebaum, VEASAN's betting reporter. Now, Josh, of course, is going to hit the Field of Dreams game and whatever else action that comes to mind with him with some of the biggest market movements that we've seen for NFL preseason, WNBA, and much more. So our guy Josh going to be hopping on at 15. And then how about after that, We'll talk specifically college football with Thor Nystrom, one of the best in the biz covering college football. He's come on the program several times throughout the course of this summer, dished out plays left and right. I know he's added more since the last time we've talked, so really looking forward to discussing what else he's got on the slate in 30 minutes with our guy Thor Nystrom. And then at the end of the show, we will continue our Big Ten West preview, Purdue. The next team up, can the Boilermakers get over their win total of 7.5? What can we expect from Aiden O'Connell? I'll be discussing that at the end of the show. 
Let's jump into it, though, folks, with that Field of Dreams preview. Looking forward to this one, and I was looking forward to it a lot more so earlier once uh, we didn't know how these teams were going to end up. But hey, like I said, it's still special, and it's still really cool and something to look forward to. So before we get into the numbers and everything, let me just set the stage a little bit here because, of course, like we said, it's a different setting. The ballpark dimension's a little bit unique, 335 feet down the lines, 380 feet to the alleys, and then 400 feet to dead center field in this field in Iowa, right? Um, this game last year was incredible. I mean, all the nostalgia surrounding it, the opening ceremonies, and just how it was such a back-and-forth battle with so many home runs, just so many runs all throughout with two top teams. It just really was amazing how this thing went down. And then Tim Anderson concluded it with a walk-off two-run homer. The bar has been set incredibly high for this game. It would be impressive if, the, if this Cubs and Reds game can even get close to that. But, hey, we're hoping we could get another entertaining effort out of both of these squads. So should be a lot of fun tonight. Now, in terms of those odds, uh, this one really depended on where you looked in terms of where it opened and where it's moved to. At Bet Rivers, the Reds actually opened up as a small favorite in this spot, minus 112. The Cubbies opened up at minus 105, and really for the better part of this day, up until now basically, the Cubs had remained at minus 105. You saw the Reds, their number moved a little bit. It went from about minus 112 to minus 110, but as I refresh my page, looking at it right now, it has moved to a pick'em. Minus 108 on each side for both the Cubs and the Reds. If you look at the run line, if you want to lay the run in the hook with the Cubbies, it's plus 155. If you want to take the run in the hook with the Reds, well, you're laying about minus a buck 86. If you want to do the reverse, if you think the Reds can win by two or more, you're getting the value of plus 175. And if you want to take the run in the hook with the Cubbies, minus 215 is the price that you have to lay. In terms of this total, opened up at 8.5. You saw immediate movement go to the over, and now it's at 9, but the juice is on the under, minus 120. The over 9's plus 102, but that really wasn't how it started off. I mean, like we said, it opened up 8.5, and, and then it went up to 9, and then I saw 9's that had the over minus 120, so you've seen a little buyback go toward the under, but still the whole number remaining at 9 right now, so we'll see where this thing closes. Okay, getting into the starting pitchers tonight, you're going to have a pair of southpaws dueling it out tonight. Drew Smiley for the Cubbies. Now, the lefty has not had the greatest of seasons, but his last start, he looked pretty decent. Uh, versus Miami at home, 6.2 innings pitched, allowed five hits, no earned runs. The Cubbies shut out the Marlins that day for nothing. And Smiley has got a little taste of the Reds this year. At Cincinnati, he faced them, which is a tough ballpark to pitch in because it's a big hitter's ballpark. Smiley had a good performance, went 5.2 innings, allowed just four hits, three earned runs, which is fine, and five strikeouts. The Cubbies won that game 7-4. to four. Now, looking at the overall stat line for Drew Smiley, he's got a record as of this point of 4-6. and six. An okay ERA of 397, but then when you correlate that to his FIP, this is where it gets a tad bit concerning. His FIP is 449. And then you look at his skill interactive ERA, aka his Sierra. 421 is the number in that regard. Again, a little concerning, and same with his home run to fly ball ratio at 13% especially when you're playing at this field to where last year we saw a lot of home runs. Maybe bad news for Smiley, but maybe he can contain it enough. His whip is 1.29, which is pretty solid. 
On the other side, the Reds, they're sending out Nick Lodolo, the southpaw, who's only pitched 43 innings this year. He's started nine games. He's accumulated a record now of 3-3 three and three with a high ERA of 440, and it's pretty even almost with his FIP, which is listed also like Smiley at 449. His home run to fly ball ratio, a little bit higher there, 18%. Yikes, not something good to be heading into this ballpark with. And he's a pitcher who's walking over four guys per nine innings. His Sierra, though, gives you maybe a little confidence. It's actually lower at 354, but then you get brought back to the concerning levels with his whip, which is at 1.58 for Lodolo. Now, he has only pitched 11 innings away from home. Three starts have been on the road. So it's not the biggest sample size, but throughout the course of those three starts, he's given up 11 earned runs, and his FIP on the road specifically has now gone up to 8.01. I get it. Again, it's a unique situation. It's different, so you can't take that too much into account, but it's noteworthy, I would say, for Lodolo. Now, looking at these offenses, how do they fare against lefties? Well, when they're away from their home ballpark, it certainly switches a little bit. But let's just look at the overall raw numbers against lefties for each respective offense. Beginning with the Cubbies, they got an OPS of 695. Their Wobas at 304, which is pretty solid. But then their weighted runs created plus is a little too low at 92. As for the Reds against lefties, their OPS is higher than the Cubbies at 715. Their Wobas higher than the Cubbies at 317. And then they're five points higher for their weighted run created plus. So the Reds aren't spectacular against lefties, right? But they're doing a little bit better than Chicago as of this point. But what you also got to consider in this game before you make your final decision are the bullpens, right? If you're going full nine innings, you got to know who you can rely on. And it doesn't seem like you can rely on the Reds this year. They have the highest bullpen ERA in Major League Baseball, 5.07. They got a very high whip as well. It's not the highest, but still pretty dang high at 144. As for the Cubbies, their bullpen ERA is listed at 4.05, and they have a bullpen whip of 131. So after looking at all of this information, I, I think my biggest takeaways is I would give the slight starting pitching advantage to Drew Smiley. Now, not just because his numbers, I mean, are a little bit more contained, I guess he could say. I mean, Lodolo gets the advantage with the Sierra, but look, Drew Smiley has done a little bit better as of late. He's already faced the Reds once in a tougher environment and pitched fairly well. And he's limited his home run to fly ball ratio damage more so than Lodolo has because, again, Smiley's at 13%, Lodolo's at 18%, and his other numbers are just really bad. And we know that on the road, he has not been doing great whatsoever. This is going to be even the easier hitter's ballpark is what we're presuming based on what we saw last year and just based on these dimensions, right? So I give the slight starting pitching advantage to the Cubbies. I give the bullpen advantage clearly to the Cubbies. And just overall roster at this point, I think you got to also give the nod to Chicago. So I have a strong lean with the Cubs in this game, whether it's the first five money line or the full game money line. But because this is only the second time we've seen teams play here in Major League Baseball and just how wonky it was last year and who knows with these type of teams how it could end up, I'm probably going to stay away from the money line. Although, like I said, very strong lean to the Cubbies here. But the play that I'm looking to make regards the total, and I think you could kind of get a good idea of where I'm going, and that's going to be over nine runs in this game. And right now you can get plus 102 to the over nine. 
last year we saw this end what nine to eight right walk off home run with Tim Anderson home runs galore a lot of offense the ball was popping off that bat you got two unstable pitchers whose underlying stats are telling you yeah this ball could really get some action tonight, especially with the high home run to fly ball ratios. I'm thinking we could see this game featured a lot of runs once again. So that's going to be my best angle for the game tonight. I played this one over nine runs with a strong lean to the Cubbies to come out on top. But look, let's enjoy a hell of a game and hope there's plenty of action and scoring. And that's what I'm banking on tonight. So my official Danny's dime for this Field of Dreams game going to be the total over nine runs. Now, just if you're curious, too, I think an interesting way to approach this, just because in this setting, you kind of think this is where the marquee players would thrive, right? The face of the franchises could really shine. You saw that last year. Aaron Judge had a big home run. Tim Anderson with the walk-off. Maybe if you're looking at some props, you can you could consider guys like Joey Votto. He already mentioned how this means a lot to him. Makes him think of his late father who passed away in 2008. You know, he's going to want to show up as the face of the Reds, be the guy tonight. Same with Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. And by the way, Ian Happ just destroys the Reds in general. But a guy like Wilson Contreras should really have a good night, I would imagine. You could bet him over one and a half bases at plus 108. You could bet Joey Votto over one and a half bases at plus 125. Unfortunately, Ian Happ isn't listed, but if you find something out there, maybe consider those three guys to get some action in terms of the props. Could be a big night for him. And we're hoping, like we said, that it's going to be a big night for runs. Our official play over nine runs for the Field of Dream game tonight. All right, best of luck with whatever you are playing in that matchup. Let's get more matchups tonight, not just in baseball, but preseason and WNBA. Coming up next, Josh Applebaum hitting us up, talking about the biggest market movers on the board. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. 
So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion that focuses around your local teams, remember that Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available. You'll be set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. All righty, we are back in the mix here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet River Sportsbook with much to look forward to tonight. We've got the Field of Dreams game. We've got some NFL preseason and some WNBA. And to hit all of that, you know, we got to bring in our guy, Josh Applebaum, who you can follow on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. Josh, thank you, my man, for making time. Always a pleasure. And especially when we got some football to look forward to and specifically when it's your squad, the New England Patriots. I'm smiling a little bit because you and I were chuckling off air. I was like, this is the first time that like bad news is seeming to come out of Patriots camp before the season starts with their offense and all that nonsense going on but look I know it's just preseason but did this kind of affect how this line moved based on this news this past week because right now we see the Giants as a two and a half point favorite I think that is a lot to do with it Danny it's great to be with you and I at least a little bit of good news Governor Baker in Massachusetts did sign the sports betting bill into law yesterday so we're officially official Danny legalized sports betting now coming to mass the 36th state in the country. Let's get 14 more. Let's get all 50 states. But Danny, I think you're totally right. On the topic of preseason, just in general, I think you're going to hear a lot out there like, oh, you bet preseason, you know, it's a crapshoot. What are you doing? You're crazy. But no, I go the other way. I think there's a lot of value to betting the preseason just from the standpoint of the coaches are going to tell you what they're doing beforehand. It's the only time of year where they'll take down their veil. Again, they're super competitive, don't want to give up any competitive advantage. But right now with no stakes really to play for, they'll tell you their game plan. So I think that's a benefit to betters who are going to get down on preseason. So, for example, Danny, a couple reasons why I am down on my Patriots and why I'm betting against them tonight. Uh, number one, what have the coaches told us? We've heard, you've heard Brian Dayball come right out and say, I'm going to play my guys. A lot, of, a lot of his starters, Daniel Jones, a lot of his receivers, his skill players, Saquon Barkley, they're going to play at least a quarter. On the flip side, even though Belichick hasn't said it, you're hearing that basically they're going to rest all their guys tonight. No Mac Jones, no none of your skill players, really. You're going to have a lot of backups in this game tonight. So by doing your research, knowing that Dayball is going to play his guys, Belichick will not, that's an advantage, obviously, to the Giants here. Now, the other thing is, what's the line movement telling us? What's the market telling us? This is one of my favorite systems, Danny. It cashed last week in the Hall of Fame game, dog to favorite line move. Remember, we saw the Raiders in that Hall of Fame game go from plus one, flip to minus two and a half, like the last 24 hours before the game. 
Well, you've had steady movement here on the G-men off that information that they're going to play their guys and Belichick's going to sit his guys. You had the Giants actually open around a two-point dog on the road at New England. Now they flip to a three-point favorite. They're actually laying two and a half just a couple hours ago. Now they're up to minus three. So my angle here, Danny, money line play on the Giants. I got them a little bit earlier in the week, minus 130. Uh, at, at minus three right now, it's tough. We got to remind ourselves about these key numbers. I think if you're playing the Giants, you're still going to go money line at this point. You know, a three-point loss, you want to win that bet instead of push. The other angle here, Danny, if I can let my you know New England Patriots fandom show, is this team is really, really maddening right now because Belichick did not name an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator. I'm fine with the no defensive coordinator. I trust Belichick wholeheartedly, but they're trying to install this new offense, kind of the Shanahan you know, zone scheme here. And what you're hearing in New England is that it's not taking very well. The line is letting in a ton of guys in rushing. They're not blocking anyone. They're not on the same page. They've had to restart from scratch here and tried to reinstall. They're not going to play their guys, Danny. I think what you're hearing tonight is they're just not ready. They don't want to throw out Mac Jones and these other guys out there when they don't have this system down pat yet. So down on the Patriots, I think Dayball's going to play, try to play well, get off to a good start in the New York Giants with the New York Giants. Give me the G-men on the money line and this information-based strategy. I think you can apply to a lot of preseason games. All right, I dig it, Josh. I know you'll have plenty more action for the preseason this week and beyond, so very much forward, uh, looking forward to that. And, hey, we got some other action to look forward to tonight. I was kicking things off talking about it, but uh, my Chicago team here, the Cubbies, being featured in a premier game tonight, the Field of Dreams, the Cubs and the Reds. I know you got to have some skin in this game, Josh. I personally took the over. We saw it. It seemed like open eight and a half go to nine. I mean, last year we saw a bunch of runs, and you got to think the park and the starting pitchers could favor that tonight so i'm with you danny i'm riding the over nine i wish we could have gotten the eight and a half and this is the importance of getting those overnight numbers as soon as they drop open eight and a half got bet up to nine you're seeing a little buyback now on the under a lot of these books are now nine under minus 115 minus 120 so you could kind of walk a tightrope give it 45 more minutes see if you can find an eight and a half here but either way i'm in pocket with the over nine I think you hit on the really important factor here, Danny. This game isn't at Wrigley Field. It's not at Great American Ballpark. You're in the uh, the cornfields here of Iowa, and if we saw anything and learned anything from last year's game, remember that crazy walk-off uh, where Tim Anderson hit the homer and he came back against the uh, the Yankees. They won 8-7 to seven with the White Sox. Is that this stadium, it's kind of small in terms of dimensions. It's smaller than your average Major League Baseball field. It's going to be pretty hot, about 85 degrees. You're also going to get a little bit of wind blowing out uh, towards center field here. So I'm taking the over. You, you know your pitcher's better than me, Danny, but Drew Smiley, 4-6, 3.97 ERA. He's had an ERA around 6 since July 1st. Lodolo has been a decent here, 4.40 for Cincinnati. But 5-2 head-to-head with these uh, seven matchups. The over's 5-2. I think you get a lot of runs tonight. Maybe we see some more offense than usual in a smaller-than-usual dimension ballpark. I'm with you, Danny. Give me the over 9. All right, that's what we like to hear, baby. Hey, how about your Red Sox tonight? They're the other game going on this evening. They're a slight favorite against the Orioles tonight. Uh, high total for this one at 10. This thing seems to be creeping up all throughout the day. Danny, I'm betting against my Patriots. I'm betting against my Red Sox tonight, so uh, throw the fandom aside here. I'm going Orioles in this one. Uh, what's notable to me, Danny, is you still open the Red Sox as a short favorite. They open like minus 120, minus 125. We're showing around minus 121 on our board, but I'm seeing some books dropping around like minus 115. So you've either had kind of a line freeze where the line really hasn't moved at all or a little bit of a dip here toward the Orioles. Either way, you slice it and dice it, it's never moved further to Boston. So a couple angles here. Number one would be a divisional dog in a high total game. Uh, in the division, these dogs tend to perform better because of the familiarity. 
high total is a good thing for a dog. More variance, more upset opportunities, and more runs scored. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the edge to Kramer here. Not Kramer from Seinfeld, Danny, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I forget his name. What is it? Danny Kramer, I believe. Uh, he was 4-3, 3.43 ERA. Winkowski for the Red Sox. He's got an ERA around 4.5, and, and it's been around 6 since July 1st. Orioles are 5-3 and three against Boston this year. Orioles are 7-1 and one their last eight. My Red Sox, not looking good, Danny. 1-6 and six their last seven. I think the, the value here is and really a little bit of, of liability is on Baltimore. So give me the Orioles. I'll take the plus money. Let's go O's. Dean Kramer. So you're close. You, you had I, it there I was with close. the D, so close enough. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give it to you, buddy. All right, Josh. Hey, before we get you out of here, pal, I know you've been loving to bet the WNBA during these summer months. It's a pretty good game tonight, it seems, with the Sky and the Aces. Las Vegas, a point-and-a-half favorite and a high total here at 177. Anything stand out to you for this matchup? So I took the over earlier today, Danny. Got over 175 and a half. So I'm actually liking the fact that we're creeping up to 177 here. T tells you a lot of respect, the money on the over. But uh, you nailed it. This is a big game here. Anyone who's in the Vegas area could be a good ticket tonight. These are the two best teams in the WNBA. The one seed is on the line. So these teams have something to play for. The Sky are 25 and 9. The Aces are 24 and 10. I think the motivation of both teams wanting to play well I think you might get a good product tonight. So I'm going over the total open at 173. You're all the way up to, as you mentioned, Danny, 176, 177. It's hard to take the over now because you could have gotten a better number a little bit earlier. But these are the two best offenses in the WNBA, both averaging about 90 points a game. Two of the best teams to the over this year. The Sky are 20 and 15 to the over. The Aces are 19 and 16 to the over. Aces are number one in terms of fastest pace. The Sky are number five, so two top five paces here. But then also, you look at this over-steam system, Danny. Uh, cash last night with the Liberty over. It was a close one, but you got there. But when you see that total rise at least one point to the over, uh, you see the over cash 49-34 and 34 this year, 59%. Also with our VEASAN.com bet splits, 63% of bets are on the over, but it's taking in 95% of the money. So uh, we need a lot of points in this one, Danny. And this is the thing when you bet these high total overs, you got to get at least 40 points a quarter. If there's one quarter where they go ice cold, you know, you can kind of kill you on this play. But I'm going over. I think there's a lot of reasons to like this over. Also a very short spread. The Aces are only favored by like one and a half. So maybe get a back and forth. Who knows? Maybe get overtime. I'm expecting a lot of points. Give me the over 176 if you can still find it with the Aces. Beautiful. Josh, appreciate the insight per usual, my man. Keep up the great work with everything you're doing. And, of course, best of luck with all your plays tonight, my man. I appreciate it, Danny. Can you send a coordinator our way in New England? I think we need one. <laughs> Hey, I mean, the jury's still out here in Chicago, so we may need a new one after this season, too. We're hoping Luke Getzey can come through, but I guess at least we have one named. But, yeah, we'll see how things can fare out there the East Coast for our guy Josh. Again, make sure you follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore Insights, host of the VEASAN Market Insights podcast, co-host of Betting Across America here on VEASAN. Anti-Boston tonight. Hey, that's how you know you can trust him. He's objective, right? Going against his Patriots and going against his Red Sox. But, again, big thanks to Josh. Always love catching up with him every Thursday evening. How about we catch up with some college football? Thor Nystrom is going to be hopping on next. He's given us plenty to look at throughout the summer for college football. How about some more? We'll look a little bit into the Big 12 with our guy Thor, so stick around. That's coming up next right here on Rush Hour. It is Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The college.
college football guide is out right now, and the NFL guide is coming very soon. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, which includes team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, you'll get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. But remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a decent all-access subscriber. So make sure you sign up early, and for a discounted $175, you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full decent access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or you could join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your betting options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Okay, folks, speaking of college football, time to talk a little bit more about just that here on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host. Appreciate you being with us on this Thursday evening and appreciate Thor Nystrom taking some time to join us here on the show at Thor Cooler. You can follow him on Twitter and you can get his content over at Fantasy Pros where he's a college football analyst. And, man, I know he's getting excited for the season to start just as we are. And, Thor, I know uh, we've hit a couple other conferences, but I figured tonight we'd spend some time on the Big 12, right? Maybe a conference that's not really getting forgotten, but maybe not as highlighted as years past. And it seems like there could be some parity this year. You got Oklahoma as your short shot, 2-1 to one to win it. Then comes Texas at plus 250, Baylor 5-1, to one, Oklahoma State 7-1, to one, and then you get in the double digits. But I want to begin with the team in Baylor at 5-1. to one. When we've talked about it, I've talked about Oklahoma and Texas, but not as much Baylor. Their win total 7.5, and, and like I said, 5-1 to one to come out on top. How are we feeling about Baylor this year? I like Baylor a lot. Uh, I would go both over on, on their number. Uh, my projected win total for them is 8.4. I would also at five to one, juice is worth the squeeze there. Um, Oklahoma's weighed down. Texas, Texas ought to be up, but like every time we think that they're up, they they always stub their toes. Um, for those reasons, I Baylor's clearly in the top three of that conference. So at five to one for sure, I, I would bet that. Yeah, and you mentioned Oklahoma, and you know this team's still getting a lot of respect, and maybe rightfully so. I haven't spent an incredible amount of time looking into it as much as you have, but why do you think Oklahoma's still getting so much love based on the pieces that they lost last year? Wouldn't you think that they could be accounted for having maybe more of a difficult transition period? Yeah, I when I, when I saw the 9.5 number, I wasn't as surprised as some people. There were some people that sort of got sticker shock that they were not listed in the double digits. I actually thought it might even be listed a little bit lower. Um, but but the, the win total ended up being right in line with my projected wins for them at 9.6. And and my system and my numbers aren't super-duper bullish on them, you know, relative to, to what you would think or whatever. But they're not playing a very hard schedule at all. Like the, the non-con is... Their non-con schedule is not. It's UTEP, Kent State, uh, both those games at home. And then they do have to travel to Nebraska, which is more of a coin flip game. But you get, you get two free wins and then a coin flip. And then the, the Big Ten, or I'm sorry, the Big 12 is down a little bit this year. You know, we'll see what happens with Texas. And like I said, I, I like Baylor a little bit. But, um, you know, relative to the conference strength in, in years past, it is not as strong as it has been. All right. Well, hey, how about the Longhorns then? Like we said, plus 250, their win total uh, circulating at about eight in the hook. What can we expect out of this Texas squad this year? I would go over on Texas. Uh, I, I have Texas. In, in my numbers, I have them as the number nine team in the country. 
the number one team in the Big 12 that, you know, I, I had Oklahoma at 11. Uh, my projected win total for Texas is 9.4. So against the number of 8.5, I'm betting that over all day and all night. And I also think that, that Texas is a legitimate contender, not only to make the college football playoff, but their offense is going to be so good that they will have a puncher's chance if, if they do make it. You know, of course, we're, we're talking about Texas, but that offense is going to be very, very good. So the, the only two teams at the top there that I, I would make a bet on to win the conference, it's Texas and Baylor. Definitely would not on, on Oklahoma. Now, Thor, clearly you're bullish on this Texas team, but I feel like when I've talked to some other people are just getting general sentiment, and of course they are getting some respect from the odds, but there's not as much conviction with them maybe that we've seen in years past. What do you think that weakness may be that's holding some people back from betting this over like you're looking to do? Yeah, I, I guess it would be um, probably number one pessimism about the defense. The defense finished number 67 SP plus last year. It was not good. And then the other thing is probably just not having seen Quinn Ewers. Maybe for them it's more of like a, a, a question mark at, at that spot. For me, it's not. Uh, I've talked to enough people who have seen him up close and, and a coach that he has right now at, at Texas, and they all love him. You know, they, they think he's just ludicrously talented. He always gets Ewers, uh, I'm talking about, always gets comps to, to Matthew Stafford. Um, and the people that I've talked to give a thumbs up on that. There was a Texas coach who told me over the offseason that Quinn Ewers had the best arm that he had ever seen not coached uh, the best that he has ever seen. So I, I don't have a question about about him. And I, the defense is going to be better. To what degree, we're, we can't be sure quite yet, but they have seven guys coming back on that defense uh, and quite a bit of experience returning as well. So they're going to be better. They, you know, to, to, to become like a legitimate contender in, in, in the college football playoff, they, they'd have to be, you know, closer to the 30 range. That's a really, really high jump. But they will be better to some degree. All right, sounds good. How about we go to a different Texas team next, TCU. Now, they're 14-1 to to come out on top of the conference are the Horned Frogs, but their win total seems to be drawing a tad bit more interest from you, Thor. They got a flat seven that we're seeing at a lot of spots. Which way are we leaning here? Oh, that's, that's interesting. So I, the last I had seen it, it was at six and a half, and, which means that people have bet the over a bit, and that's what I like. My, my projected win total on them is, is 7.5. TCU is super interesting where they have like a million starters returning. It's not a million. It's 18. <laughs> um, but so they have a whole bunch of guys coming back. You know, last year was obviously super disappointing. They finished five and seven, but they got a ton of guys coming back. And then they have emphatically addressed the two biggest concerns with last year's team um, where you can just about guarantee that they're going to get better. The passing offense was not good last year, mostly because of Max Dugan. His accuracy is a problem and his decision making is a problem. Now they hired Sonny Dykes, you know, who, who is, you know, a guru of a gurus. He's coming in. And then Chandler Morris, the guy, we, we saw him a bit at the end of the season. He is a very good fit for that system and should be the starter this coming season. So the passing offense is going to be better. And by the way, they have one of the best receivers in America in Quentin Johnson. If they get someone that, that can get him the ball, he's going to do all kinds of damage. And then on defense, their defense gave up 10 more points last year per game than they had given up the season before. I think a lot of that was the stuff with Patterson, whether Patterson wasn't engaged enough. And then obviously later in the season, he ends up getting fired. The defense was it, it, that was an aberration, you know, based on, on the past decade or whatever. They are going to be better on defense. The degree to which they are better is going to inform just how good they could be. But if both the passing game, you know, takes off immediately and the defense improves significantly, they, you know, you said 14 to 1, 15 to 1 to win the conference. 
I might wet my beak on that just a little bit. I think they would be the only team lower on down that I might do that with, but I, I would consider a bet like that. All right, Thor, uh, we got a couple minutes left here. Tell me about Oklahoma State. This team has been really competitive the last several seasons, and they're 7-1 to to win the conference. Win total, we're seeing it about eight in the hook. Do you think maybe people are hyping them up a tad bit too much? I, I think so. You know, if, if you're going to if you're gonna buy some teams like I'm buying above perception, you know, uh, in this instance, you know, Texas and Baylor and, and maybe TCU, um, then you're, you have to sell the same amount of teams against public perception. And Oklahoma State would be one of the big 12 teams that I would put right up there at the top. They have they have pieces on offense um, and they have guys coming back on. offense. I think they have four offensive linemen coming back and then their starting quarterback is coming back. And I think that they can replace their top two skill guys. But the problem is the quarterback has a cap ceiling, uh, Spencer Sanders. In his case, it, it's making boneheaded uh, mistakes and, and turnovers and stuff, bouts of inefficiency. And then on the defensive side, that's what led that team last year. They, they were a top 10 national defense in every category. Jim Knowles, their defensive coordinator, leaves. And then I believe they had seven starters that graduated. So they're not returning much. And now you lose one of the game's best defensive coordinators. That defense is going to regress and, you know, they're over under being at eight and a half. I just think it's too high. I'm going under on Oklahoma State. Hey, Thor, really quick, about 30 seconds. Is Iowa State going to have kind of a big letdown season this year? Maybe not a big letdown, but a team that you might not want to back as frequently? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, maybe not, a you know, the hugest one because, you know, their total being at six and a half. My, my adjusted win total on them is 6.4, but th there's so many different things that you just don't know yet. They have a kid named Hunter Deckers who was taking over for Brock Purdy. They also lost Brees Hall. Um, they, they got young kids taking over for him. Uh, NFL tight end and Charlie Kolar. They just lost so much stuff. We'll have to see how the, the guys that they're bringing in are going to do. I trust Matt Campbell to a degree, but yeah, I'm, th that would be one of those ones that I'm not touching in this conference at Thor Cooper. You can follow him on Twitter. That is Thor Nystrom. Thor, you're the man. Appreciate all the info regarding college football per usual. We're getting closer, baby, and uh, thank you so much for helping us out. We're close. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Once again, Thor Nystrom. Follow him over at Fantasy Pros, lead college football analyst, one of the best in the biz. We'll talk a little bit more college football next. Continue our Big Ten West preview. How about those Boilermakers? I'll tell you about them next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. 
someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all baseball fans. This week, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for same game parlay bets and bets on all professional baseball games. Create your ideal same game parlay of over three legs and receive up to 350% profit boost. That's right, get a 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same game parlay wagers this week only. So head on over to betrivers.com or simply download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. You'll get further details there. Last segment of this Thursday evening, the show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us. You can follow along on Twitter at DannyBurke5 and at VEASAN Live for VEASAN, the sports betting network. So big shout out to Thor Nystrom talking a little bit of college football last segment. I want to keep talking some more college football and, you know, expound on our Big Ten West preview that we've been doing this past week. And now we're up to Purdue. The Boilermakers, our next team in line to preview for this upcoming college football season the Boilermakers 7-1 to come out on top of the Big Ten West 33-1 to win the whole dang conference and yeah, not sure if I would flirt with that but to each their own win total we're seeing for Purdue at seven and a half at Bet Rivers the over has some plus money to it plus 120 to be exact in the under you are laying the price of minus a buck 52 last year this Purdue team is Really coming off a great season, 9-4 and four with a bowl game victory over Tennessee, 48-45. Big surprising year out of the Boilermakers. And a lot of that had to be accredited to Aiden O'Connell, their quarterback who really just came out of nowhere. I believe he was a walk-on, but man, he showed out last year. Threw for over 3,000 yards, 3,172 to be exact. 28 tutties, 72% with his accuracy. The dude was a stud throughout that passing offense that Jeff Brom always likes to install. Uh, he did lose his top three receivers last year and a notable running back, but they should have sufficient enough guys to replace them. Does that mean that it's going to, I don't know, just correlate to automatic success? No, probably not, but they do have seven starters returning on the offensive side of things overall. 
defensively, this was a squad that limited their opponents to 22.4 points per game, which was the second lowest average in Brahms' five-year tenu uh, tenure thus far with the Boilermakers. Now, once again, this side of the ball lost some top guys to the draft, but they as well will be returning seven guys on that side of the ball. So what can we expect with this schedule? Well, let's investigate. Winnable, losable, and toss-up games this year for Purdue. Their winnable games are going to consist of Week 2 versus Indiana State. Very favorable non-conference game. As with Week 4, where you get Florida Atlantic at home for a easy non-conference game, you would imagine. Week 11. Yes, you have to go all the way to Week 11 to get their next winnable spot for Purdue. And winnable, by the way, just means where I think they'll have the biggest advantage and be a fairly sizable favorite. Week 11 at Illinois. If all is going according to plan, meaning no substantial injuries and it's pretty normal as of that point uh yeah Purdue should be able to take care of business on the road at Illinois I'm not the highest with this fighting Illini team and they don't have a big home field advantage week 12 versus Northwestern should be a very down year for Pat Fitzgerald and company and you do get them at home that should be a favorable spot for the Boilermakers as should week 13 at Indiana now, yes, it's technically a rivalry game, but they're still in state, and no, the Hoosiers don't have a big home field advantage, especially they will not be having one this year because their team's not going to have a lot of high expectations. Should be a very down year for this Indiana Hoosier squad. But overall, you get about five winnable games for the Boilermakers. That seems about right with a win total of 7.5. Losable games right out of the gate. Week 1 against Penn State. Yeah, not a favorable opponent to get things kicked off with. But you know what? I mean, Purdue is known for getting upsets as Jeff Brom being their head coach. Can it start off right away? I feel like they usually do it when you least are expecting it and not that you wouldn't expect it for a week. I'm just, it just seems early, so I don't know if they'll get it right away. Uh, week 5 at Minnesota, yeah, I think the Gophers, we've talked about them. I think they can get over 7.5 wins. I think they just have an overall better team, and then, of course, they'll have the home field advantage in this game. So I'll give the nod to Minnesota in that spot. I will also give the nod to Nebraska Week 7. I was talking about this with some guys down in Lincoln, and look, you know, if Nebraska is going to have the year that at least I expect them to have, which is to be about eight wins, this is a must-win game for the Cornhuskers. They've kept it close with Purdue and lost some sloppy games in the past that they should have won, right? I mean, that's been their MO since Scott Frost has taken over. I mean, same with Mike Riley, but even before then, it was way more embarrassing. Some shops have this game as a pick -em. This could be a really good buy-low spot in Nebraska. Nebraska on paper is the better team. They should win this game. It's just Purdue is always going to play them tough and gritty and always going to be competitive till the very end but I still think Nebraska comes away with the victory. So in my mind, that's a loss for Purdue. And same with Week 8 at Wisconsin. Again, I'm not that high in Wisconsin. Love the under-9 wins, but this should be a good spot for the Badgers at home. This is a game they're going to need to win to stay competitive at this point in the year. So I'll give the nod to Wisconsin Week 8 at home against the Boilermakers. And then we get to the toss-up games, the 50-50 spots. Honestly, week three at Syracuse could be one. I really don't know what to expect out of Syracuse this year. You know, hot seat with Babbers coming into this year. We talked about it a little bit with Amal Shaw, but, man, I mean, I just don't really know that early what to guess you can get out of Purdue. And, of course, like I said, same with Syracuse. So that's just got to be a raw 50-50 spot. And then week six at Maryland. Man, Maryland's been taking steps to improve very incrementally. It's not a, not a substantial jump, but Maryland will play you tough. Those Terps, they can be pretty difficult themselves. So I see that as a 50-50 game. 
And then week 10 versus Iowa. I think this could be more of the upset spot for Purdue. I think we gave that a 50-50 spot yesterday when we were looking over the Hawkeyes. But you get them at home in Iowa with Petrus. This is the environment that he's going to struggle. This guy can be fine, right? He's not necessarily going to just absolutely lose you games, but he never does enough to get you out in front of the lead. It's usually the defense and the running game. And I think he's going to need the pass to keep up with O'Connell in that spot. And I wouldn't be shocked if Purdue wins that game. But realistically, I'd give him about two out of three toss-up games with the five winnable games, and I would put them at a seven-win season for Purdue. They have a tougher schedule, and just overall, folks, they have so many unknowns with losing top-tier talent on both sides of the ball. I get it, they have seven starters returning on each respective side, but can Aiden O'Connell replicate what he did last year? Is the rest of the Big Ten West going to be better, and can they fill in those holes that need to be replaced? That's the big question here for Purdue. So I think they'll have a fine year, a respectable year, with one very impressive win, could be against Iowa. But ultimately, they'll stay under their win total of 7.5. I would lean toward the under. Not worth the play when you got to lay the juice of minus 152. But I'm capping off Purdue at 7 wins for this season. All right, so that's our prediction for the Purdue Boilermakers this year. And that's going to cap off our discussion for college football tonight. But we do have a couple minutes still to go, and I know I promised to talk about it at the beginning of the show. I thought this was fascinating, and we didn't get time to do it. But these AL Central odds, I was spending too much time on the Field of Dreams game, but this is really interesting to see where these lines shifted. So if you watched earlier today, the Guardians and White Sox both had an afternoon game. The Guardians beat the Tigers 4-3 in 10 innings. The White Sox lose 3 out of 4 with another loss today against the Royals. Absolutely pathetic. The team's giving up, etc. Say what you want to say. It's all true, as long as it's negative things to say about the White Sox. But earlier today, folks, before these games went about, uh, you saw these odds with the Twins at plus 150 to win the Central, the White Sox plus 175, and the Guardians at 2-1, to one, despite the Guardians being in the lead of the Central by a game. Then the Twins were a game back, and the White Sox were two and a half games back. Well, now, fast forward. We saw what happened. The Guardians won. The White Sox lost. Now the odds have shifted the Guardians from 2-1 to one to plus 135. The Twins now go up to plus 180, and now the White Sox are the team. That is catching two to one odds. If you look at fan graphs, they still have their strength of schedule and odds to make the playoff percentages posted. The Guardians now have the best odds to make the postseason out of the AL Central at 53%. Their strength of schedule is 495, the second easiest. The White Sox still have the easiest strength of schedule at 483, but their odds to make the playoffs from going from the favorite, now have dropped to 40%, the lowest out of the three teams. The Twins are in the middle at 15.5%, with the hardest strength to schedule technically at 496. The Guardians next series is at Toronto for three games. The Sox next series, you get Detroit at home for three games. you got to sweep that series, man. And then the Twins next series is on the road against the Los Angeles Angels. Keep an eye on this volatile market. You're still getting plus money with this Guardians team that now has, what, a game and a half lead over the Twins? I haven't had hope in this squad, but hey, if there's a time to do it, maybe it's now. But it's a really tough series against the Blue Jays, so maybe they lose two out of three at least. The White Sox can take advantage of the Tigers. I don't know. There's plus money all over the place. 
There's value to be had. You just got to decide which team it is. But I'm going to keep updating this because this is absolutely nuts seeing how these odds shift so quickly. And that's just how crazy the AL Central has been. But hey, really quick in terms of baseball, Field of Dreams game going to be starting soon. Our official play for that spot, over nine runs with a strong lean to the Cubbies. So let's hope we get a lot of production. Let's hope it's another great game. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Rush Hour. Best luck with all your plays. Thank you for tuning in. And until tomorrow, take care, folks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.